Moving on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Jerry McCarty here with Rick Farmelo and Amanda Raymond. And we are here live at the Fox and Hounds with some incredible special guests. We got the great Kelly Maroney from Fast Time to Ridge by High. The incredible Heidi Hollicker from Valley Girl. The great Bob Cowsill from the Cowsills. Inspiration for the Partridge family. And the incredible Bill Boomy from Lost in Space, Bewitched, and every show I love. Every show, every show. Lots of hot 60s chicks. Any show in the 60s he was on. Oh. I mean, seriously, any show in the 60s, right? Okay, anyway. Every single show in the 60s. So we are here at Rick's Martini Bar, and uh, we're celebrating our 150th episode. And first of all, I want to get Heidi and Kelly up here, two of my favorite 80s movies. Two of my favorite 80s movies. Kelly was the cheerleader in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I want to hear from Kelly first. I want to hear from Kelly first, because I know, oh, by the way, the, the last time we had an interview, we were at the Beverly Hills at the Polo Lounge. Which is the food is a, a smidge better than it is here at the Fox and Hounds, but... <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said it before. Uh, okay, so Kelly, why don't you tell us a good story about one of my favorite people, Sean Penn? Okay. I, I just realized, though, now, since I've been listening, that it doesn't have to be true. Right. It right. does have to be true. Bob's in denial. He's been in years of denial. So just ig ignore Whatever the best story okay. is. Okay, so. Um, as many of you know, Sean, this is the, the thing that, you know, made people aware of Sean. But that character is nothing like him. So nothing like him that you can't believe it's nothing. Well, you've kind of seen his personality since. But we didn't know that because he showed up in character. And we thought he was an idiot. All of us. We th and, and he was an outcast. And he wouldn't speak to you unless you called him Spicoli. Well, so I couldn't drive. <laughs> So I had to show up every day with the Teamsters. They, they, they picked me, me up. Otherwise, I'd have to walk to the set. And so I would get there like 6 o'clock in the morning, and there would be Sean in the makeup trailer getting his extensions sewn on because that was not not really his hair. And, and I would have to sit there. And all, all the little you know, people that were in the movie with me were, you have to sit there with him the whole time? That Spicoli guy? He's so weird. And I would say, He's, he doesn't say anything. And the hair and makeup lady said, you know, you be nice to him now. He's a nice boy. <laughs> he's, and he's, you know, he's very sweet. The first so and he last time me, so I was kind of, you know, Penn. I felt bad that people were making fun of him and stuff. One day, as things happened, you know, it, we had to wait a super long time. We're all just standing around. Most of that movie we spent standing around, standing around. I gained so much weight at craft services. <laughs> That's all we did was stand around, stand around. And he started to drop his character a little bit because he got comfortable, you know, and he's, and he's a personable guy. He's an actor. That was against his nature to be the outcast, really, you know. And he panicked. And all we saw about him panicking was he took a cigarette and put it out in the palm of his hand. 
And so we thought that, that wow. put us over the top. You know, we thought it was weird before. Well, that's uh, the only part of that we saw was the cigarette going out in the hand and him taking off. And then I want you to know, though, there's a happy ending to this. Um, when he showed up at the rap party, I was already back in New York, so I didn't get to see this. This whole time, he had had a crush on the girl that's standing next to me in the movie, Cam Springsteen. We didn't know this. And can you imagine? He's, he wants to impress her, but he's acting like this idiot the whole time. So he shows up as himself, and he, and he, he said, introduced himself to everybody. He goes, how do you do? I'm Sean. How do you do? I'm Sean. And I want you to know that she went from, oh, my God, that's the weirdest guy ever. You know, she was the kind of girl that would be into, like, cool guys like Cameron Crowe. So in, in like, one high I'm Sean, she, he got her. And they said... And she fell crazy in love with him. Just that one. And he got Madonna later with the same line. I'll tell you what. The guy's got, got something going on for himself. Because um, um, she called me. And she said, you won't believe. He came as himself. And then all of a sudden, she was crazy about him. Great story. Let's hear yeah. for Kelly Maroney. Hey, we have to take a... Oh, you got a question for Kelly. Come here and do it on the microphone, man. And And... How many times did Judge Reinhold have to record the bathroom scene? One day. For that question, you get a Cow Sills CD, which Bob will be happy to sign for you later. That's a great one. That's good. That's an awesome CD. Hey, we got to take a commercial. We'll be back right after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined And the men have good taste We are back at Rick's Martini Bar With the great Heidi Holliker And she was on our show before And I have to chastise Rick We talked about the the best movie families Yeah And the best movie families We forgot the Cajun The Coppola's The Coppola's Which the Cage is the Coppola So anyway Bob, come on up here. I want to hear this story about the Beatles. Yeah, you're good. Thank you very much. Bob has great stories. Okay. So we had a two-parter two with him, didn't we? We, we did a two-parter two episode with you. That, you're, so, you're so interesting. We had a two-part episode with you. You can't hear me? We, you were so interesting. We had a two-part episode with you. Yeah, it was great. Yep, that was at the old location. I bet. I bet you did. We, we, we hope we hope a lot of careers. We we probably hurt more than we help, but. That is a drag. Yeah, that was a drag. You would have you would have been on more than you would have been on you would have been hey you would have been on more you would have been on more than Robert Merrill and Topo and Topo Gigio. I know you would have rivaled those guys. Topo Gigio. So tell me, Topo. So you're just back from vacation, Topo? I know who that is. 
And, uh, the only thing worse than Topo Gijo was Senior Wences. Was the worst uh, Ed Sullivan. Nobody knows who he is. I know. Thank you very much. Hey. Thank you. You have a lot. He has a lot of fans. Senior Wences fans. He has a lot of fans here. He's very popular among the Hispanic community. (laughs) Okay. We have to take another commercial break, and then we're going to talk to Bill Moomy, and then we're going to hear some good music from Bob Cowsell and Bill Moomy at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Okay, we are back. We are back from our... Our, our thousands of commercials. We are back live at the Fox and Hounds with the traveling minstrel show, the traveling freak show, Rick's Martini Bar. Okay, we're going to bring on Bill Moomy, who has been a guest on the show. And it's great to have you back. It is great to have you back. Great to have you back. I'm going to ask. I'm, I'm going Now, everybody knows Bill has a very successful music career now. Yes. That's right, yes. <laughs> and I want to ask you, I think when we I think when we had you on before, I don't know if, if we talked about your all the TV shows you did and, and all that, but I don't know if we ever asked you like a Rod Serling question. I would like to know if you have a Rod, if you, you know, work with, you know, obviously you work, you're in a, you're really in like the classic, yeah, and those are like the, some of my all-time favorites, the ones with you in them, yeah. Do you have, and do you have any, any, any stories about Rod Serling? You get the little, little ones though, the Dixie Cups with you, because you were eight, you were eight years old, okay. And, and you shared, and you shared, you shared cigarettes. He smoked a lot, you know. That's all a conspiracy theory. Uh huh. Ah, okay. Okay, I'm going to cut to the chase here. So, as a growing adolescent boy, you worked with the hottest '60s chicks. Uh, that's one way of putting my good fortune. Okay, and I know you're very happily married. Jones, you're very Montgomery, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, bewitch. Marta Kristen, Judy Robinson in that silver suit. That was the hottest thing in the world. Bridget Bardot. Bridget Bardot. Okay. So which one? So, so just tell me. The, did just? I, I know you're very happily married. Oh yeah, I was a real threat when I was ten. I know, but when I was ten, I wanted to be thirty. So, if, so just give me, give me like a top three. Top three, just round. I did too. Come on, that's a little weird. Friend of mine. And Connie Stevens, too. All three of them. Now, yeah. Shirley Jones is Bob's mom. That's kind of, sort of. 
<laughs> okay. Well, we got that. Well, we know how to hear some music. So that's what we came here for. So let's get the great... Thank you very much. And I would like to tell you, I really enjoyed and appreciate the opportunity to make some music with a great Bob Gauss. Yes, Aaron, for Bob Gauss, real, 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 real,